Hey there, demons. It's me, your boy. First things first, guys. I just gotta say, fuck normies. Uh, I'm sick of their memes. I'm sick of their shitty normie fucking memes. Posting on Facebook, their stupid catch me outside memes, their pickle brick memes. Man, fuck normies. When I die, there I mean it's because Shaggy's usually late. Oh, I'm never late, bro. I'm always on time. Yeah, right, Whenever right. I show up, you're like a bad period. You're just late, and then babies come. <laughs> Whenever I show up, that's the time, bro. That's the time to be there. It's me. Welcome, Welcome to the <laughs> Cold open, everybody. You got Shaggy over here talking himself up. Welcome like a, back. This is Shag Nash. This is Shag Nash. This is Shag Nash. This is This is the podcast where we are no shit and we tell you all about it. And today, ladies and gentlemen, Shaggy's taking the lead on this one. We're going to talk to you about some 1947 weirdness. You are going to be shocked. At all 1947? the crazy shit that happened in 1947. When people talk about 1947, they talk about the Roswell crash. That's the big one, right? I was the, about to ask, wasn't uh, he get the Roswell crash? Was? The Kenneth Arnold sighting, which was before the Roswell crash, where he described seeing what looked more like boomerang-shaped you know, things flying alongside his Cessna in a formation. Okay, 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 okay. But the reporter coined the phrase flying saucer. Flying saucer? Flying saucer. Cancel your fucking list. And that stuck. But let's take a look here. I'm going to title this episode Flying (laughs) Saucer. So. 1947 was the year that the first aircraft to fly at supersonic speed. Okay. So that's something. So so think about that. That was. So we're the, we're are we in the Cold War? We're in the Cold War at this point, aren't we? That would be your department. I don't know shit about that. I think so. Cold. Or War. we were in our way into the Cold I thought War. That was World War Two. That, that was, was after World War. Was after okay. That was when Russia was like, "We're going to nuke you," and then America was like, "No, we're going to nuke you first. We're nuke you first. We so, have yeah, more so, nukes than you, Russia. We're, we're going to make more nukes. <laughs> we're going to nuke our own people." <laughs> so, 1947, the first aircraft to fly at supersonic speeds was a Bell X-1 rocket-powered research plane. Piloted by Major Charles E. Yeager oh, of I the love U.S. Yeager. Air Force on October 14, 1947. So there you go. The first time a plane of any kind was flown at supersonic speeds, 1947. Interesting. This is after Roswell. That I don't know. I'm just looking at the, the year overall. The very next thing on my list is, of course, the very famous Roswell UFO incident. We already know about that. I'm not going to go into detail on that. Please tell me. I don't know yeah. about this incident. Okay, so the Roswell UFO incident in popular lore refers to... The... <laughs> okay. So we know about but that. But you can check the date there, can't you? And what I already mentioned was the famous Ken- Kenneth Arnold UFO sighting, where... Uh, you know, the, Ken- the Kenneth Arnold UFO sighting occurred on June 24th, 1947, when private pilot Kenneth Arnold claimed he saw a string of nine shiny craft 
flying alongside his Cessna. Now, he described what sounded more like boomerang-shaped objects. But the reporter that was taking the story, for whatever fucking reason, called them saucers. And that stuck. That that stuck. Flying saucers is what happened next. So, okay. So that's three right now that have happened. Now, two of them are very famous. We already know about it. Now, another one that a lot of people may not be aware of is 1947, December 1st, Ooh. 1947, was the death of Aleister Crowley. Oh, yeah. that dude was a weird motherfucker. Yes. Now, when you, when you look into him, you find out that he called himself the most wickedest man in the world. Yeah, and he fucked everyone. He fucked everyone. There was, there's evidence that he might have been a spy, a double agent for England and there's a lot of weird shit about him. But what's very interesting is he did what he called a certain ritual where he was trying to contact beings. Yeah. And I he contacted that. an individual that he called Lamb, which is interesting. And when you look at Christian lore, the Lamb of God and shit like that. But this individual, if you look up Aleister Crowley's Lamb when he drew it, it looked like your your stereotypical Alien Gray. Okay, I'm gonna look up. You do that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Lamb. No. If I look up Lamb, it's just gonna show me pictures of Lamb. <laughs> Alistair Crowley's Lamb. There you go. And so that was weird because what also happened that year, the UFO crash at Roswell, where supposedly bodies that looked a lot like Lamb were discovered. Now, he supposedly contacted this character, Lamb. You know, years before, right? Because he died in forty-seven, at the beginning of you know, at, well, at the December, end of at the end of forty-seven. So that's weird. Oh, bro. I've seen this picture. Yeah, that's a classic one. Yeah, it's not identical to the classic Alien Gray, but it's fucking pretty close to it. Yeah, yeah. So I can that's see where uh, the gray, the picture of a gray came from it. Honestly, right. yeah, exactly. Uh, or, or where, where a gray would, like, where they would m- mistake the dark eyes right. for something like that, you know. So, so it's the idea too that that the whole idea of, of the Roswell crash was a a ritual. There was some kind of esoteric, you know, magic ritual that was taking place where there was a sacrifice. Um, the the craft and the bodies were kind of being given to us in a ritual sacrifice type of thing, and, and there's some weird shit. Dude, when you really look into this, the the actual uh, where the where the craft was supposed to have landed, it's not really. It didn't happen in Roswell. It actually happened, it happened like in the county over. Didn't it it? happened, yeah. Which you know what the county over was called? Let me guess. Crowley. No. Corona. I'm not making this shit up, dude. Crash it, Corona. I have the book on my bookshelf. Did, did the aliens... <laughs> did the aliens cause coronavirus? That's fuck. You gotta admit, that's just, fucking weird, dude. Just, just tell me the truth. Did the <laughs> book did. say anything about coronavirus? They brought the coronavirus. Okay. Oh, my God. It, it They're is, like Christopher Columbus and we're the Indians. But, but it's the idea that they were... Giving us technology that they that they there was a 
that it wasn't just a crash like they accidentally crashed. They were giving it to us. And it happened on the 33rd parallel or so there's the, the, the yes. Excuse me. Stop. Yes. Stop. Th- that, that's what does the 33rd parallel mean? And it sounds satanic. Well, the 33rd degree is connected to masonry. That's that's the highest. Okay. I'm going to look up what level. the 33rd parallel means. Yes, you do that. So that's that's fucking weird. There's a lot of weird shit that happened. Um, in 1947, and, you know, I'm just uh, there's. Uh, let's see, let me find some more here. Da da da. da we were looking that up. Um, okay, here you go. Here's another good one. Operation High Jump, officially titled the U.S. Uh, see the United States. Is Navy, that when they jumped out of the fucking aircraft in the atmosphere? No, this is uh, the United States Navy Arctic Develops Program Developments Program between 1946 and 1947 was the United States Navy operation organized by Rear Admiral Richard E. Byrd. That name should sound familiar. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. You goddamn it! I don't. Know. Operation High Jump was the. Where it was the operation where Admiral Byrd took uh, a, I can't remember the exact number, it was several thousand troops, a couple ships, and they went to Antarctica and they were supposed to be battling Nazis. Nazis that went to Antarctica had a base, all this bullshit. Okay. And they supposedly it's encountered. It's coming back to me. Yeah. They encountered UFOs with the swastika on the side of them that beat the shit out of them and sent them packing. And Admiral Burr supposedly said that World War III would be fought with ships, with 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 uh, craft that could travel the globe within a matter of minutes. He was mothballed, basically. He was shut down, <laughs> given a, a stupid, you know, job somewhere else, and basically, you know, they shut him down is basically what it was. Then we'll talk about it. But this is Admiral Byrd. He was fucking badass. He flew around a planet. He supposedly fucking found the hollow earth. Now, his diary, which is iffy at best, because some claim it was complete horseshit, but if it was real, he, he, he dictates in this diary that when he flew to over Antarctica, he saw tropical areas, dinosaurs, mammoths, all kinds of shit like that, um, a landmass that was bigger than than the United States, a whole mountain of coal. I mean, it's fucking amazing. Uh, sounds kind of bullshitty. Aircraft, spacecraft rather, came up, disabled his plane, landed him within the Hollow Earth area, and these tall white alien beings that were way taller than normal humans greeted him very peaceful brought him to their king they talked and everything and they basically said that they'd been here on the planet longer than us that it was their planet and to take the message back to humans to stop fucking shit up you know the usual standard well crap. we listened <laughs> we didn't apparently but um it was fucking crazy that so you know i don't know what i i don't know how i how i feel about the whole diary bullshit but I mean, if there's a mountain of coal, a landmass bigger yeah. than America, yeah. Uh, uh, 
fucking tropical area. Uh, and di- dinosaurs, maybe? But frozen? The, the official story for Operation High Jump is that it was just an exercise. And it was supposed to be like a six-month exercise, I think. But they ended it three months early. <laughs> they lost ships. People died. It was just an exercise. But the cover-up aspect of it is that they were going there to deal with the Nazis. But the Nazis fled to Antarctica, had a base, had UFO technology. But they actually they, fled to Argentina. Well, some of them did. but And some of them fled to America. And some of them fled to Antarctica where they and, had a base. But is and, that... Is that true? Is, is what's being claimed. Look, but it, but did, they find, that, did they find a thing in the ice? Just tell me the fucking truth. Yes. That's some scary fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, you know, the, the claim is that the Nazis won the war. We got our asses beat. We They just let us think that they oh, won. We were, we and were, that the Fourth Reich is legitimate. And they blended themselves within the United States. Dude. They took over. They, like, they run everything. I'm sorry to bring it back to nerd shit, but yeah. Hydra is a real thing, okay? It, yeah. It, it, Hydra was based on the Brill Society, which was the, the separate Nazi sect that went around, like in Indiana Jones, looking up crazy shit. They were the paranormal aspect of the Nazis. They went to look for Shambhala in the fucking Himalayas. You know, they looked for the Ark of the Covenant. They worked for the Ark of like, the Indiana They were Jones looking at all yeah. that shit. Because what people don't realize is that Hitler, he actually had befriended a librarian that owned a, a you know a library full of you know a, old books and shit. And he was big into the occult. Which people were so confused about this. I think we talked about it before. Occult does not mean evil... Bad, satanic. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. no. It just means means hidden, hidden knowledge, hidden information. That's all it means. And he was big into that shit as a as a kid. So I mean, I'm big into that shit. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! If I could find the Holy Grail, (laughs) I watched a movie. Got to find the cup of a carpenter, dude. Goddamn right. Okay, so also moving right along here, another thing that happened in 1947 was. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, Mount Hayes, Alaska, is suspect of housing a dumb, deep underground military base that is alien in nature. There oh, are also I FBI that. files that contain UFO encounters in Alaska in the period of 1947 to 1950. I think anything north of Canada, yeah, above that latitude or longitude or whatever it is. Right. It probably sees the most UFO activity ever because people go to Alaska to, to get away from something. Okay? Right. That's what they try to do. And so, you can see a lot of stuff up in the sky in Alaska. Like if if I ever had to run, that's probably where I'd go. Out in the middle of the woods, I'd live like Wolverine out there chopping up beavers and eating them or something. Chopping okay? <laughs> up beavers. So apparently, if that information is correct also... The Mount Hayes alien slash UFO deep underground military base was formed in 1947. So that's another one. Um, here's another one that you're really going to love. October 26, 1947. 
October 26th, was the birth year of your favorite almost president, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> His face. I almost threw up in my mouth when you said that. So she was born in 1947. It's funny, disgusting. too, because my dad, was, whenever we talk about 1947 and how, oh, you know what happened in 1947, the Roswell crash, but he always says, you know what else happened in 1947? I was born in 1947. Which is funny because... 1947 was a UFO flap year also. Right. Obviously. But another big year, another what's considered a flap, as they call it, a UFO flap, was 1973, was was the year I was born. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Dude, in 1989, they, they threw out the Berlin Wall. Yeah. That's when I was born. Another year that a UFO flap was crazy and, and shit went out. Was the the famous nineteen ninety seven year? Was that the that Phoenix Light year? Yeah, and that was the year <gasps> I got it right. My oldest boy was born, so it's like three generations of UFO flaps. What are the <laughs> flap years? Were there? It's oh, there's there's been others, but three of the biggest was forty seven. I'm gonna, go- I'm gonna Google UFO flap years. There you go. Do it. Dead ball. All right. Let's see another one. The Murray. The, Mur- the Murray Island Incident, June 21st, 1947, refers to claims made by Fred Chrisman and Harold Dalla of falling debris and, and threats by men in black following sightings of unidentified flying objects over the sky, in the sky over Murray Island, uh, Puget Sound, which is near Island, uh, Washington. That was the famous UFO case where... If I'm not mistaken, it was the one where supposedly some UFO craft flew over, dropping hot metal slag, and it fucked up his boat, killed his dog. And I, yeah, he's like he lucky. Like, he they're lucky he wasn't John Wick because he yeah. would have killed every single alien. Oh, man. for real? Yeah, that was. If I'm not mistaken, that's that was that was that case was about that. So it was like a something about like the UFO was there was something wrong with it, mm-hmm. and it was dropping hot metal slag and shit into the water on his boat. And supposedly there was actual, there was shit actually you know hard evidence was captured, and two investigators. If and again, if the listeners know this shit and and I'm getting it fucked up, do something no one except for Joseph has ever done and message us. But yes. if I remember correctly... Please, um, I'm begging you. Yes. The two uh, FBI agents flew down, got the the hard evidence, got the story, and they were flying back in their Cessna when they had a plane crash and all was lost. They died, evidence gone. So that's some real X-Files, smoking man, cover-up bullshit Hell yeah. There. If that's the story I'm thinking of. But again, that was another UFO, the very famous UFO case. Uh, again, 1947. Let's see, what do we got here? No, I don't want your fucking cookies. Get away. Uh, cookies sound delicious right now. What the fuck is this? I'm on a diet. No more cookies. Okay. In 1947, the NCI reviewed 10 cases selected by Dr. Gerson and found his report unconvincing the same year a committee appointed by the new york county medical society re- reviewed records of 86 patients examined 10 patients and found no evidence that Gers- that the gerson method 
had value in treating cancer. Oh, that's right. This this case that um, supposedly in 1947, some doctor from India had cured breast cancer or some shit. And they claimed that, that it was nonsense. But that was, that was so supposedly in 1947, somebody cured cancer and got shut down. What a fucking surprise. Um, Sounds like Big Pharma to me. Right. Uh, oh, here's a good one. You're going to love this. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the... Uh, what is the clock? The very famous... Um, the Doomsday Clock. Yeah, I was about to say the Doomsday okay. Clock. The clock first was first represented in 1947 when the Bulletin co-founder uh, Hamai Goldsmith asked artist... Marty Langendorf, wife of Manhattan Project researcher associated with something, 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 uh, to design a cover for the magazine's June 1947 issue, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. So, the Doomsday Clock was first formed in 1947. You want to know what else happened in 1947? What you got? The Cold War began. Well, there you go. I don't even you have know, that on my you list. You know what else happened in 1947? What's that? The CIA was established. Yes, that's. I believe that is on my list, actually. Oh, no, it's not, but I did know about it. Wow, that. guys, look at that. <laughs> Here's one for you. Between 19... Let's see. Uh, let's see the Dead Sea Scrolls Dude, were discovered... Dude, I was literally <laughs> about to fucking read that one. <laughs> yeah. The Dead Sea Scrolls, the very famous Dead Sea Scrolls, discovered in, in and around 1947. The first one was yep. found. Yep. And another very crazy, and I just watched a documentary. I think I sent you a link to this documentary. Probably. Fucking, un- just fucking amazing. But the very controversial and famous, I guess you could call him a ufologist guy, Phil Snyder was born April 23rd, 1947. Hmm. And this documentary was fucking great, dude. It talks about... Um, Everything about him, you know. Well, there was how he supposedly famous... killed himself by hanging himself, suffocating himself with his own catheter tube. That's physically impossible. Yeah, it's completely. Yeah. There's a lot of famous people that were born in 1947. Mm-hmm. Stephen King, mm. Bob Weir. I have no idea who that Grateful is. Grateful Dead. Oh, uh, Hillary Clinton. <coughs> yeah, 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 very famous. Uh, David Bowie. Okay, I do recognize that name. Uh, <laughs> Judge Joe Brown. I have no idea who that no, is. Tom Clancy. Oh, I recognize that name. Uh, Farrah Fawcett. Oh, yeah. She was born in Corpus Christi, Texas. Shut the fuck up. I did not know that. Holy crap, dude. No Interesting. Way. Steve Forbes. Forbes from the Forbes list? Oh, okay. That's a name. Elton John. What? David Letterman. Damn. Meatloaf. Wow, dude. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? O.J. Simpson? Holy shit. They, they, they were all born in 1947. Wow, they're all aliens. <laughs> the, diary, the Diary of Anne Frank was published? No way. That's interesting. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street came out in 1947? What is this? Is this a link you found? Send yeah, I just that. looked up 1947 and S- it showed me a bunch of shit. Send me that link. Uh, Canadian Citizenship Act? Don't know what that is. Uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. You already talked about that. Yep. Uh, severe snowstorm hit the northeastern part of the United States. Ooh. There was an earthquake in Chile. 233 people died. 
Hurricane in southeast Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama killed wow. 51 people. Forest fires in Maine. A major strike closes the Paris subway. Ooh. Everglades National Park is dedicated as a national park by President Truman. Uh, Ferrari hmm. begins pro- production of Italian sports cars after being involved in motor racing since 1929. Hmm. Now, hold on. A lot of that is more normal shit. I was specifically, I mean, send me that list, but I was specifically looking for, you know. Israel got its independence. Yes. God, I can't believe that's not on my list. Wow, dude. Like, I knew that shit. Yeah, right. Whatever. I did. The National Security Act of 1947 was created. Ooh, that's probably not good. Uh, the National Security Act was created during July when President Truman signed it into law. The act facilitated a major reconstruction of the United States military with the creation of the Department of Defense in the wake of World mm. War II. And of course, As part of the act, the National Security Council, fuckheads, yeah. was created and served as a helpful tool for Truman and future presidents to coordinate and consult on foreign policy issues during the Cold War. Yeah, Additionally, it created the Central, the CIA, a civilian-based intelligence. Mm-hmm. I just gave Shaggy a look yeah, when I read that. Right. Uh, collecting an institution that is also used to com- to complete its secretive operations within foreign nations. The mm-hmm. act became effective in September of that year. Wow. Uh, yeah, and then you just think about Truman's exit speech where he talks about misplaced power and the oh, military-industrial yeah. complex. And fast forward to now. <laughs> the Kon-Tiki Expedition. Ooh. Thor Heidendahl Thor. believed that people from South America could have settled Polynesia in pre-Columbian times. I think this was just an ex- It doesn't really say much. Uh, uh, the sound barrier broken. Polaroid yep. camera was dem- demonstrated. Oh, nice. United States Marshall Plan. Uh, G- George C. Marshall announces the Marshall Plan to the public during June while giving an, a commencement speech at Harvard. Marshall expressed an urgent need for the United States to help Europe recover from... Oh, yeah, that was a bullshit. Give them money. Oh, wow. The Truman Doctrine was signed. <clears throat> Damn. Mm, Indian and Pakistan, uh, India and Pakistan uh, gained independence from Great Britain. Hmm. Roswell. International <laughs> Rashra. <laughs> and that's all that's got here. I'll send you this link. Word. Because I'm a nice guy. I share my <laughs> sources. You share your sources. You know, my source <laughs> material with Shaggy, because I'm a cool guy. Let's see, what else happened in 1947? Uh, no, you were talking this list up, and it's kind of... Hey, there was a lot of weird things in there. You know, a, a lot of it was, you know, UFO-related and stuff. Um, the first time uh, Bigfoot was sighted there was, in 1947. There was a... That's, uh, no. The first time... Uh, you know, aliens of any kind was discussed. Uh, fucking the first fucking stargate that was discovered in Egypt inside of an active pyramid that still had the diamond on top. 1947. Hmm. Um, I'm just making shit up now. Yeah, it's I know. Total I bullshit. I know. <laughs> I was waiting for it. There was this picture that I had found uh, when I was a kid. It was in a book about ghosts. 
I know I'm changing subjects. That's okay. I'm trying to find it. It was like predominantly a ghost picture. And I to this day, I have not been able to find it. Really? Yeah. It's like really good. You know, I could tell we're fucking tired. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I think it was inside a castle where they found Ooh. it. Okay, here's one. Did, did you say anything about Henry Ford? No. Okay. Uh, Henry Ford dies, leaving behind a fortune of over $600 million. Jesus in H. Christ. Um, Americans are able to purchase the, the first new cars manufactured since the beginning of World War II in 1947. Really? What the fuck is all that shit? fucking June bugs in the goddamn door. Stupid. Broad spectrum antibiotic introduced to fight typhus. 1947. Wow, okay. That's yeah. interesting. What? Hot. No, that can't be right. What? Holography? Holography? Holographic? Holography. It's, well, H-O-L-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. Holography? Invented, 1947. Transistor invented at Bell Laboratories. I saw that. I sent that to you. That's fucking cool. Uh, World Series, New York Yankees over Brooklyn. Four to three, first televised World Series, nineteen forty-seven. Nice, Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> We're on the same one. Uh, Jackie nice. Robinson made his debut in nineteen forty-seven <laughs> yeah, with did. the Brooklyn Dodgers. <laughs> Bet you didn't know that, bitch. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is under the the tab everyday life. The new look of long full skirts. Becomes the rage of female fashion. 1947. Hell yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this is getting way off topic of what I, my, my 1947 weirdness was. But um, it's, it's interesting. Um, house, let's see, this is under books. House, house Un-American Activities Committee begins investigation alleged... Hollywood ties to communism. Oh, hell yeah! You know Walt Disney was was <laughs> in on that. He was. Try- they were asking him to uh, snitch out their the, their commie friends. The first food processors, nineteen forty seven. Oh, that's how people got fat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, here's a good one for you. The average cost of a loaf of bread was twenty cents. 13 cents God, in I was close. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Let's see. What else can you throw at me? Come on. Here. I'm down for this. Uh, drive-in theaters became a booming industry in 1947. Really? Yep. Yeah. That, makes sense. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we already talked about that. Let's see. Yeah, look at that. Over 1 million veterans enrolled in college through the GI Bill, 1947. Um, Tennessee Williams, a streetcar named Desire, wins Pulitzer Prize. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I don't know what that TV means. TV shows, craft television, theater, small fry, club, programming limited to approximately 18 hours per week. I don't fucking even know what that means. I don't know what the fucking means, dude. Oh, 
This is some interesting uh, stuff in 47. Let's see. That was fun facts. No, that was... You know... I mean, you know uh, who Joseph Stalin was, right? Mm-hmm. He was the, you know, the head of the USSR during World War II. Yes. You know who delivered the news to high command that he had died? Who? Johnny Cash. For real? Yes. That's weird. Why Johnny Cash? Because Johnny Cash was in the army at the time. Oh. And okay, he was okay. intercepting messages that were being sent, and he got that message. Wow. That Stalin had died. <laughs> That's some interesting shit. Mm-hmm. That happened in 1947. No. Oh, no. <laughs> like a 50s. What the fuck are you talking about? Stupid. America was founded in 1947. <laughs> weird, huh? <You> <laughs> God, like everything weird. happened in 1947. How long has this episode been going? 32 minutes. Shit, that would be longer. Than you that. need to pump up the numbers, oh, there, guy. God, I, that's all I got, man. Let's see. Let me look. I got a bunch of shit that happened in 1947. <laughs> I, I thought we talked about it. We can roundtable it. Oh, goddamn it. Let's see here. Okay. What happened in 1947? Important news and events, key technology and popular culture. Blah, blah, blah. Is that the shit link I sent you? No, this is another one I had, but the shit we've already talked about. Uh, let's see. 1947, in most areas of consumer goods, demand outstripped supply in the U.S., and the British car makers took advantage of these shortages by exporting as many, exporting as many cars as they could to help boost British jobs and economy. Here. We're going to change hmm. subjects here. We're going to talk about some movie stuff. What? Leonardo DiCaprio was originally supposed to play Anakin Skywalker. In 1947. In, in <laughs> the prequels. But he backed out at the end of the process because he didn't feel ready to take that dive at that point. He was supposed to play who? Anakin Skywalker. Oh, my God. That is you think he feels bad. stupid? Yeah. Well, that's just like I think we've mentioned before that Will Smith... Will Smith was offered the role of Neo in The Matrix and turned it down. I'm glad he turned that down because Keanu yeah, Reeves did a really good job with that. Yeah, he did. He did a really Let's good see. Uh, baby owls sleep down on their stomach because their heads are too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> the vocal effect used in the song Zombie by the Cranberries is known as keening. This is a wailing sound used to, in Ireland to mourn the death of funeral. I'll keep it going. Again? Yep. It's your tiny bladder. It's my episode now. Okay, let's see what else we can find. I'm on Reddit today. I learned uh, the first show, the first episode of the Ed Sullivan Show, the show that gave America its first look at Elvis, the Beatles, and the Doors, among other acts, is considered loss. What makes the extra tragic? What makes this extra tra- tragic is that it it's it's always a TV debut of the team of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say this one until Shaggy gets back because this is a good one. Uh, let's see. Today I learned that in Australia, that Australia has its own version of the Yeti Bigfoot called a Yowie. This mystical creature appears in many other names and other aboriginal folk with the earliest report of a sighting in 1795. 
So Shaggy can eat a dick. He was wrong about that one. A Yowie is one of several... Oh, wow. That looks fucking hideous. Oh, my gosh. Today I learned in Cuba, picking up hitchhikers is mandatory for government vehicles if passenger space is available. Today I learned a significant portion of the computer science community once believed Douglas Engelbart was a crackpot. But then on 12-9-68, he demonstrated to critics the world's most, the, and world most all, the fundamental element of modern computing. When finished, they described him as dealing lightning with both hands, like Thor. And yeah, that's it. That's that. I'm gonna pause this because uh, I don't have anything else to talk about. I, I'm Shaggy's back. We ready for this one? Let's do it. Bring it. This didn't happen in '47, but it happened in '45. Ooh. Right before the Allies took Germany mm-hmm. in 1945, the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra had its final concert, mm. during which members of the Hitler Youth handed out cyanide pills to the audience. What the fuck? Yeah. Why? Uh, Was the concert that bad? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, mass suicides in 1945 Nazi Germany. During the final weeks of Nazi Germany and the war in Europe, many civilians, government officials, and military personnel throughout Germany committed suicide. In addition to high-ranking Nazi officials like Adolf Hitler, allegedly, (laughs) Joseph Goebbels, (laughs) Heinrich Himmler. This is the same list. The one you sent me, I actually already had that. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Philip Bohr and Martin, Bo- uh, Martin Borman. Borman, many others, chose Slopstamorb, German for suicide, literally uh-huh. self-murder, rather than accept defeat of Germany. Motivating factors included fear of reprisals and oh atrocities by the Allies, and especially the Red Army, Nazi propaganda that glorifies suicide as a preferable to defeat and despondences of after suicide of Adolf Hitler. For example, in May 1945, up to 1,000 people killed themselves before and after the entry of the Red Army because the Red Army was fucked up. They just started raping and stealing shit. Yeah, it was nuts. We're all going to die, though, dude. In the, Berlin? The, the end is near. In Berlin alone, more than 7,000 suicides were reported in 1945. That's insane. Well, we're going to jump back to 1947 here because in the list you gave me, you didn't go through any of this crap. But again, like I said, I'd already found this one, but I hadn't really read through it much. Cost of living in 1947. Now, there's nothing paranormal about this, but there's, this is some horseshit okay, to show do- you. How Cost bad. of living, 1947. Yeah. Um, this breaks it down like in all kinds of ways. Like, for example, average cost of a new house. Uh, 22000 <laughs> Too high? Yeah. Uh, 8000 $6,600 for fuck? a new house. What the fuck? Yeah. What in the hell, dude? Average wages per year. $12,000. Uh, $2,850. Average wages per year. 
$2,000? That's what it says here. $2,850. They had to be making like $1.52 an hour. Well, the cost of a gallon of gas in 1947. Also probably like $0.08. Cents. Little, little low, $0.15. Cents. Oh, my God. This one just makes me sick. Now, we already did the bread. $0.13 cents for a loaf of bread, yeah. right? Average cost of a new car. Okay. If a house costs six thousand, uh, I want to say twenty five hundred. One thousand three hundred dollars. Shut the. That's a down <laughs> payment nowadays. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, a postage stamp, three cents. Men's sweater, two dollars. Eight dollars and fifty cents. Beluva men's watch. I'm assuming that's a nice watch. I don't know. Um, 30 bucks. According to the prices of this other shit, it must have been a really great watch because it was $52.50. Oh my God. Yeah, that was just like crack prices back then. Couple of examples of houses for sale this year Harlington, Texas, new brick house, five room, a five room house with all furniture included. So this let's let's back this a up again. A fully furnished five bedroom house in Texas. New brick house, five rooms, all furniture included, seven thousand one hundred dollars. Shaggy. God damn it. Shaggy. I want to go back to these prices. Mm. Oh I would, fuck. I would take a list. <laughs> Holy shit. Bets to make. I would definitely bet. A lot of money on the New York Yankees against the Dodgers that year. <laughs> Here it is. Now, that was Texas. Long Beach, California. Mediterranean-style home with most beautiful two-story modern home overlooking the ocean. Well-cared-for grounds. This must have been like out of a news clipping because it's just written terrible. But... In Texas, you get a house fully furnished, bring home five bedrooms, seven, a little over seven thousand. For this two-story modern home overlooking the ocean, you're gonna have to shell out a little more, thirty-seven five hundred. Most cars cost more than that. That's now. how much rent is right now on Long <sighs> Beach, California. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Heinz cream of tomato soup, twenty-three cents for two cans. Leg o lamb, fifty nine cents per pound. Jesus. Loaf of marble enriched bread. Marble. And you know what? what? Know there was probably bread. someone just like us going, God damn! Look at the look at the price of gas. Yeah, it's fifteen cents a gallon. This is fucking ridiculous. Oranges, forty nine cents. I tell you, per God, bread. it's the immigrants and the communists that are doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they probably were. Oranges, forty nine cents per dozen. I didn't know they sold oranges by the dozen back then. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that that is insane. What else you got? What else you got there? Uh, that's about it on that list. God damn! That's just this is fifteen a cents a gallon for gas. Yeah, I just I, I can't get over the house. Hundred for a beachside property in California. We, no, we live in Texas, and you you've lived out in California. So, but here in Texas, you know, a five room brick house, fully furnished. A little over seven thousand. My fucking mobile home 
it's a uh, you're not even a double wide. It's a single wide mobile home. It, it it had the major appliances, not even the washer and dryer, just like the refrigerator, the fucking stove, oven, and, and the dishwasher. Just the three, those three. Yeah. And that bitch was fucking oh the eighty ninety it was eighty thousand some shit like that. And I'll and after financing, I'll pay you know probably one hundred fifty something stupid thousand dollars, bro. And, and so forty seven. What is that? How many years? Uh, let's say forty. I don't math 50, so 60, well. 70, two plus 90. two equals five. Because I'm not racist. Uh, but yeah. two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Was seventy years. Yeah. So seventy one, two, three, seventy five years ago. So in less than a hundred years, the price of homes is just just and you know ridiculous. what's sad. Hmm. The cost of living is yeah. so far up. Yep. And we can't afford it. Exactly. Yeah. You can't afford it. It just, you know, it's like what you said in an earlier episode we recorded tonight that empires only last what? 250 years. Yeah. It's in. We, we're about there, you know. Um, so we are on the precipice of something happening. And it's either going to be a total collapse and anarchy, well, since or it's going to be the Great Reset. Since this is some, a, some shit's a about slow episode, <laughs> we're talking. we can move into a roundtable. Wait. No, wait. What you got? I'm going to do a quick Google search. I'm sorry, oh, a Bing search. shit. Yeah, don't be, don't be giving your info to Google. I'd much rather give it to Microsoft. Google's the devil. <laughs> Google's the devil. They're like level one on the white list. They're like foosball and shit. Rat <laughs> City. What? Rat City. Oh, shit. That's right. We were supposed to talk about this. No, I didn't have all the information. That's what a slacker. Uh, wait, where is it? <laughs> Rat City. Uh, I'm getting a bunch of like groups. Hold on. Rat City. Experiment. Hmm. There we go. Right. Oh, okay. You ready for this? I'm bring it. Uh, it was called a rat park. Excuse me. I had it wrong. Oh, okay. It, it was wrong. Rat park experiments. In rat park, the rat could drink. Nope, that's not it. That's <laughs> not it. That's not it. Uh, <laughs> that's not it. Fucking shit. What have you done? Okay. I think this might give it to me. Oh. This is some shit. You want to talk about some society <laughs> shit right now? Bring it. Uh, when I get to the article, I will. <laughs> it, I'm looking now to see if there's anything else in this yeah, you 47 keep... list. Um, hmm. There's a lot of shit in here, but National Security Act, 47, we talked about that. Uh, core begins. The Rat Utopia Experiment behind J.G. Shut up with your privacy shit. Behind J.G. Ballard's high-rise. A high-rise... Oh, this is about a movie. About what I'm about to talk about. This is bullshit. The Spruce Goose. Howard Hughes' flying boat. The Spruce Goose, take, bleh, Spruce Goose takes off but will never go into production. I'm, I'm, it's in this list here, so I'm assuming it means that was part of the... 1947. I remember hearing about that. Howard Hughes, you know, which is basically 
he was kind of uh, Walt Disney uh, was kind of patterned after uh, Tony Stark's dad. Yeah. Howard Hughes is kind of like Tony Stark in a way, um, and he created this flying boat called the Spruce Goose. And let's see, movie producer and innovation magnet conducted the first and only flight of the experimental H-4 Hercules wooden flying boat during November. Nicknamed the Spruce Goose, the plane was the largest ever built with 320-foot wingspan at a cost of over $23 million. Hughes successfully piloted the craft 70 feet in the air above water for about one mile or, wait, for about one mile at 80 miles an hour uh, before landing in Long Beach Harbor. It was created to carry up to 750 military troops or two Sherman tanks, but was never produced due to fame stability concerns. Hmm. Interesting. You ready? I got it. Bring it. What you got? This is about John B. Calhoun. Okay. Okay. He was an American ethologist and behavioral researcher. All right. He's noted for his studies of population density and its effect on behavior. He claimed that the bleak effects of overpopulation on rodents were a grim model for the future of the human race. During his studies, Calhoun coined the term behavioral sink to describe Mm. aberrant behaviors in overcrowding, population density, situations, and beautiful ones to describe passive individuals who withdrew from all social interaction. His work gained world recognition He spoke at conferences around the world, and his opinion was sought by groups as diverse as NASA and the District of Columbia's panel on overcrowded in local jails. Calhoun's rat studies were used as a bias in a development of Edward T. Hall's 1966 pro... Some theories, whatever. So what this guy did was he was was, uh, doing experiments on overpopulation, and he used rats in his... Mm. Early rat studies, after graduating from Northwestern, he taught at Emory University, or Emory University and Ohio State University in 1946. He and his wife, Edith, moved to Townsend, Maryland, and a, uh, a suburb of Baltimore. Calhoun worked on a rodent ecology project at John Hopkins University in 1947. He began a 28-month study of a colony of Norway rats in a 10,000-square-foot outdoor pen even though five females over this time span could theoretically produce 5,000 healthy progeny for this size pen Calhoun found that population never exceeded 200 individuals and were stabilized at 150 moreover the rats were not randomly scattered throughout the pen area but had organized themselves in 12 or 13 local colonies of a dozen rats each he knew that 12 rats and is maximum number that can live hum- uh, harmoniously <laughs> in a natural group beyond which stress and physiological Physical, psychology, man. <laughs> Efforts function as a group breakup forces. 
While posted at Jackson Lab in Bar Harbor, Maine, he continued studying the Norway rat colony until 1951. Hmm. While in Bar Harbor, his his, his first daughter, Cat Calhoun, was born. And this is about his family. God damn it. Every fourth episode, we just tank, dude. I know it is. (laughs) And we're not even into the best part about these experiences, okay? These experiments. I got more here. Hold on. Uh, I'm not done. Oh, shit. Calhoun pursued his experience in behavior using domesticated Norway rats Ooh. at this lab on the second floor of a huge barn on the Casey farm in a count a country else country that's not right. outside Rockwell um, MD whatever area that is mm-hmm. uh, it's a su- suburban area the research area was divided into three parts center section a box like room was built there was a hall hallway at all the way around the, this box and stairs that led to the top of it. So there was, it, it's a box and it's divided into three sections. Mm-hmm. You got two small sections and you've got a longer section down, right? Okay. And it's divided by an electric fence. But ah. there's uh, stairways that go over the electric fence so they can, they can move about. Right. But they couldn't get out of this area. It was, right. it was down low. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, each room had a door for a researcher or caretaker. That's not important. Uh, V-shaped ramps, connected pins, one and two. Yeah, mounted on the wall. So, pretty much, he was working for NIM. Which is the National Institute of Nim. Mental Health. NIM. Yeah. Like the cartoon. The Secrets movie. of NIM. Yes. Oh, it's shit. It's about mice getting tested yeah. on. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, pretty much what happened was the, the population grew so big uh-huh. that there was dominant mice or rats. Mm-hmm. And then there was like non-dominant male rats. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the dominance... They would go out to go like forage the, the non-dominants, mm-hmm. and then the dominant ones wouldn't let them back to the other side of the pen. They would fight them. Okay, the population oh. got so dense that the non-dominant ones wouldn't even mate with the females. They would actually try to mate with the dominant males, and the dominant males it was so crazy. The dominant males would just let it happen. They didn't give a shit. Okay. These rats, these rat females would, um, they would move their nest all the time. So they would leave their babies behind and they would die. Like the mortality rate was dying left and right. What the fuck? Okay. It got to the point to where female rats, when they start, when they're ready to have another litter, all the male rats would go ape shit and, and try to mate with them. They wouldn't leave the females alone. And it would end up killing half of the last litter that she had. Yeah. So she would leave the nest and leave these other mice behind. And they, they, they didn't learn because they're so dependent on their mother mm-hmm. for the first like nine months mm-hmm. to learn how to do things. And they, the mother would leave and they would have to learn how to do their own shit. What so the then they, made them, they would make them uh, socially not interact mm-hmm. and not how to do things correctly. He also observed during this test that at one point, mice wouldn't eat alone. They would wait for someone to come eat with them, like another mouse to come eat with them. Weird, man. And the breakdown is that he did another test, and he started with four rats. Two males, two females. 
and it grew it grew to the point to where it was huge yeah. and there was some males that that all they did was groom themselves yeah. and eat and sleep they didn't do anything else they were what like the they were introverts yeah and that's when the whole you know females would they would be trying to mate with the females and all that and to the point to where these new breeds they wouldn't mate at all they they were they would get so dis you know disconnected from the group yeah that they wouldn't mate at all until the last one died that would have babies died and then the whole colony just died out that's nuts man what the fuck? i found that story on a youtube channel called down the rabbit hole <gasps> down the rabbit hole is that recent uh i think that was a couple of months ago we wa- we we watched down the rabbit hole. You do? Yeah. I my, just found them like a couple of weeks that. ago. Oh, they got some good ones, dude. Look up Temple OS. I think the, I saw that the, one. On the there. operating system that was created by a mentally unstable individual. Really? That, oh yeah, that was fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, every down the rabbit hole, the the poison wine uh, one. Well, I've watched all those. My really? kids found it. Yeah, they're uh, very well done. Let's see if I can find it. I don't remember. Yeah, they came out. They came out three years ago. And oh. it, it just popped up in my feed. The Mouse Utopia experience, experiments. We've watched that. Fuck, I did not recognize it. It's been that long ago. It's a good one. Like, I'll watch it right now. I don't even care. I'll watch it right now. It's our podcast. Well, anyhow, I got more for you right here. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so... In the list that, that you sent me that I already had found as well, under the section of technology. So again, I'm assuming this is all 1947. Saab produces the first automobile. Automobile. They're its first. Oh, okay. I was like, automobile. uh... Yeah. <laughs> Goodrich manufactures first tubeless tire. Okay. The transistor... Yeah, we already talked about that. <gasps> Walter Morrison invents the Frisbee. 1947. You know that guy when he died was cremated and then put into a bunch of frisbees? What a surprise. I am not even like not kidding. That's amazing. Imagine Just how like much the guy that invented right Pringles yeah. has been cremated and he's inside a Pringles can. Mmm, that sounds yummy. So this one, let's see. E N I A C Enac, all capitals. One of the world's largest digital computers is turned on after a memory upgrade and will remain in continuous operation until October 2nd, 1955. Hmm. That's interesting. First LP's history of hi-fi and music players and media produced, U.S., 1947. So, that's interesting, dude. Major world political leaders, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Well, this has been interesting. I mean, there's a lot of weird shit. I mean, my, my whole focus behind that was was I had started to discover uh, over years of looking at this kind of weird shit, high strangeness, that there was a lot of weird things, paranormally and conspiratorially speaking, around 1947. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's weird. I never heard anybody do a case It might have been like it. a techno- technology boom, boom around that, too. I think so. You know? I mean, if the simple fact that we know the Roswell crash took, took place then, and if the rumors are true, that from that 
offering, you know, as I stated earlier, they developed all kinds of technology, you know, fiber optics, Kevlar, Velcro, you know, all this shit supposedly, if the rumors are true, came from the cro- the the crash at Roswell, which is technically Corona, yeah, which connects to coronavirus. Which oh my god, dude, Illuminati oh, conspiracy guy, you know, pointing out shit on the wall and crap. I don't know, dude. It's fucking weird, but I just thought it was interesting. It's probably just it's when we decided to move with the times when we got some technology under our hands. I'm yeah. gonna tell you that now. Yeah, no, for real. I mean. It's I mean, weird. we got laser disc at some point after that. You know what <laughs> I mean? And disc. that's crazy. Like, it is. We got laser disc, yeah. and then it turned into CDs, yeah. and then that turns into DVDs, Blu-ray. Did I tell you before that we went to a, a resale shop? There's there's one in Highlands that uh, it's really it's literally right across from our almost right across from our little subdivision. Yeah, and it's and it's only open on Saturdays once or twice a year. I mean, I the dude doesn't. One- I think there's one down the road across yeah. from Cary Street. Yeah. Right next to the smoke shop. There's a smoke Ooh. shop right on Main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah, that one's cool. But this particular dude, he just doesn't give a fuck. And he's open on Saturdays whenever he fucking feels like it. And you just have to Catch get like lucky. Yeah. yeah. And he's got so much badass shit in there, dude. It's fucking crazy. And he's constantly buying more crap. Well... Me and BDM went in there uh, one time, and I bought it. I've got it somewhere, probably on my bookshelf, an actual laser disc of uh, what was it? Independence Day, the movie. Shut up. Got it. These fucking badass. It's a fucking giant uh, CD the size of a fucking record is what a laser disc yeah. is, complete with the cover and everything. It's fucking dope, dude. I bought it just to fucking have. You know, it's just a collector's You could probably item. sell that for some Probably now. could. But he had a whole bunch of them. Had tons of laser discs of movies there, you know. I'm like, he had all kinds of shit. I'm like, that's fun to just go through and, you know, and see. But but it's interesting how our technology went from laser disc, which was the new big thing, and that lasted like no time. That lasted like, what, a couple years maybe? Maybe. And then it instantly went to DVDs. Yep. And then from DVDs, it was Blu-ray. Now it's just streaming. You don't even buy yeah. fucking yeah. physicals anymore. Exactly. You stream you know, everything. Who, who buys physical shit anymore? You can you can stream and you can download and stream all your games, your music, your movies, mm-hmm. your TV shows, all that. Yeah, shit. my cousin lent me um, his Xbox when he had an old Xbox. He let yeah. me borrow. Full and, of games. And and that's the thing, like. You can pay Microsoft fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. and you have an entire library of games to go from. You know. Well, they had to do that because the hackers were were figuring out ways around all their bullshit. You know, fucking uh, yeah. I mean, my my youngest Levi, he is becoming the video game archivist, where his goal in life is to download and archive every video game ever. He has so many games on the computer. I'm talking like the older games. Yeah. You know, because you you know, because it'll be a while before you can get the newer shit. But he's got like all the Nintendo, all the Sega, all the all that other shit. uh, Emulators, huh? Oh shit, yeah. Just tons of games. I mean, games I didn't even know existed. You know, it's fucking crazy. And then we freaking uh, speaking of games, we recently played, you know, somebody made a a version of Tomb Raider 
where it's uh, co-op, two-player. And the secondary character is fucking Jill from Resident Evil. That's what she looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And for the first time ever, we actually play, I played through and beat uh, Tomb Raider 1. Because I never did. The Tomb Raiders were fucking hard, dude. Those games were... They were, were hard. God they damn. were fucking long. Confusing. There you know was... what game I've never... Like, I used to play, like, religiously. Hmm. I could never finish with any of the Final Fantasy games. I, I never played those, but I knew of them. I, I guess the RPG aspect to me, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, I, I'm not an RPG guy. I'm not not, RPG now, when guy it comes either. to RPGs, I can play like the Elder Scrolls. I love the Elder Scrolls. I can never play played the that. Fuck out of that. Really? But, I didn't even know that was an RPG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, it's third person, but you you yeah. build your skills up as you go. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Knights of the Republic. It's a Star Wars game. I can play the fuck out of that. Yeah. Now I can't because I don't have the patience for it. Right. But back in when I was in my teens, I mm-hmm. played the shit out of it. You know. Yeah. Well, Tomb Raider, I always loved it, and yeah. I had all of them, but I never finished any of them. Yeah. You know, basically, it would keep me busy until the next Resident Evil came out or something like that. Did but, you play the remastered one? Which one? The uh, I think it was Resident Evil. Oh yeah, they they redid. Two or something like that. Yep. Yep. And three. And three. We've played three. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. But it's not Resident Evil from what I remember. It's too actiony. You know, even the remakes, it's just too too much action. There's not, it's not the same. Resident Evil for me, it was more. It was a slower paced. It was a you know. Uh, it was her clinging around a skirt and yep. high heels. Yeah. You know, looking looking for shit. I mean, there there'd be times where you would have gone everywhere you had access to multiple times, and you're like, well, what the fuck am I missing? And you had to keep looking till you figured out what you were missing. Because there was always something you were missing. Yeah. But the the newer versions, they're two, they're they're all three D and animated and action, and it's just like fast, way way more fast paced than than you know, I the games I, loved, I played. But. I loved playing um, Max Payne. Max Payne, yeah, I played a little bit of that. I love playing game. Max Payne. That well, one and the second one. But you talked about, you know, the, the patience and, and whatnot. Playing through this, this new version of Tomb Raider that, he's, that this guy put together, you know, I play the Jill character, the extra character, and yeah. at any point I can I can exit out and he still keeps playing and I can exit right back in. Yeah. Or, or jump back in. So I'm in an area where I can't make the jump. I keep falling. It pisses me off. I don't have to get angry and throw the controller like I did when I was a teenager. I just click out. Fuck this. He's there. I can jump back in. It's fucking... Yeah. I love it. And that's how... That's how I That's played. how me and my son... It like, kept me like, from losing my patience. I'm like, Dad, I can't do the jump. I'm like, here, just hit this button and it jump right back in. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and he just spawned right next to me. Okay. And he's all fine with it. Yeah, but it was fun. I mean, like, I got to see. I had no idea Tomb Raider was about fucking aliens and shit. I didn't know that. What? Yeah, when you get to the end of the original game, you find Atlantis and there's fucking aliens and hybrids and it it's all it's fucking it's right crazy. Right up your fucking alley. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, um, dude. I'm all down for Zelda. I could play the shit out of Zelda. See, Levi loves some Zelda. Fucking game. I never got waiting, into Zelda. I'm waiting for the new one to come out. I'm waiting for the new one to come out. Ooh, they got another one coming out? Yeah. They got the Damn. sequel to the one that came out in 2017. They're oh, on okay, okay. I'm sure Levi hasn't played Oh, I'm sure he's he's going to be all over that. He loves Zelda. But this, this one's on a Switch, and I'm just waiting. 
But I've been playing like uh, what did I play last? I had well, I played. I was playing on the Xbox. I was playing the Star Wars game, mm-hmm. and then my son plays Minecraft on it oh, all dude, the time. I ain't playing that in a while. Dude. I, love I got Minecraft on the Switch too. When we were on the plane flying back from California, mm-hmm. I was sitting there playing Minecraft. You know. <laughs> Yeah, building shit with him. That game's addictive. It's addict to me. It's addictive, but it gets boring mm-hmm. after a while. It does. Same yeah. thing with like uh, Animal Crossing. I like Animal they play Crossing. that. I've never played that before, but I, I like Animal Crossing. But then after like, you could only do the same thing so much. Yeah, so many get, times, and I'm just, just like bored of it. I'm done. I've already done everything. Yeah, but, but, like, we've talked about Minecraft before about playing. You know. You have your world where you build shit and you mine and you and you, you do do all that, but you have to have a world where you can fuck around. Well, there's a world where it's just a kind of a man versus Minecraft thing where you don't build, you don't mine, you just you wherever you start, you pick a direction and you don't look back. Yeah. And when you die, you delete that world. You're done. Really? Yeah. And we've we've played like that before where it's just about survival. Well, they have That's survival it. modes now. They they do, yeah. I've I've seen those before, <clears throat> and they had you know we always played PC, you know, yeah. initially. We did get into some of the console, but you know, back in the day, man, when it was first getting started, it was the Wild West, and they had people that were making you know different games. You could download there was different challenges and, yeah. and packs you could download. And I remember doing one. It was called the Four Hundred Four Challenge, where when you put in a certain code, you spawn on an island and you had a certain amount of time to grab as much supplies as you wanted and then the I can't remember if you punch the sand to cause it to happen or it just happens automatically but all the sand in the island just drops and you end up underground and you can only use redstone torches and there was there was rules to it and you had to try to survive underground with limited light and only the supplies you were able to bring with you. It was called the 404 Challenge. And it was badass. I played it with, with both my boys, and we had a blast. It was it was cool. And there was shit like that, you know, back in the day. They yeah. had fucking, you know, uh, pyramid mazes where people would build, and you'd go into the oh, pyramid and shit like that. you should see the shit they make on it now. Oh, fuck. I, you ever heard of a, Among Us? Yes, I know that. that me, me and him play that all the time. Wow. But it's just like... They put Among Us in Minecraft. They gave an Among Us mod for it. Mm-hmm. But me and him play that all the time, and like, it's a fun game. It really is. But it's only fun when you're with a group of people that aren't fuckheads. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you yeah. get online, they're like, yeah. You don't get the imposter role, and they just quit out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, there's a bunch of dicks online. I don't play online because I don't have the patience for that shit. But yeah. I mean, there was one. Uh, Discord group I was in that it was a gamer it was a bunch of old gamers I yeah. looked up just for like adult gamers right. I didn't want to play with a bunch of teenagers yeah and I found people like you're their, fucking like, old I am I'm <laughs> fucking old I looked for a bunch of people that were like in their late 20s their yeah. 30s you know and I played a round of Among Us with them and it was fun it was actually fun because yeah. we were all like hive mind we were all we yeah, all had yeah. the same thing we had the same goal yeah and it was it was just fun but then again I didn't I don't play anymore now because I don't have the time mm-hmm. but that's crazy 
Well, wrapping this up, yeah. do you feel there was a conspiracy of 1947? No, I, I, uh, no. I got nothing. <laughs> Uh, 1947 was a conspiracy year. It, was, it didn't really exist. 1947 okay. it was when we hooked into the Matrix, and we've been living in an artificial reality since then. On a flat Earth. <laughs> Cancel culture will get us all. As I lay dying in my last pit, as I stroke my Mr. Potato Head Mr. And, Potato. and whisper good night to him, and before the liberals come. And take my my gender away from me. Ah. Ah. And on that note, thanks for listening. Be careful. Don't let them take your Mr. Potato Head. They're coming to get you. They're coming to get you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Backwards packages, litter tabletops. Gone off that shit. My eyes lower than your stable stock. I get stoned and I'm dope. I made a rock. You feeling stagnant when that boat tips? I made it rock. I used to play Sega Saturn and shit. And now I smoke a lot of weed and it ain't mattered a bit.